Um, yeah, I just got back in yesterday morning. I've, um, for some of you might have known, I, I went over to a conference in Portland, Oregon, in the States, and uh, just had a, a phenomenal time. Um, my type of personality, I, I want to just go, oh, guys, I want to tell you all the stuff that happened, and it was amazing, and, you know, I just want to, like, go, because I felt like I've just been drinking from, like, a fire hose, like, the whole time. Um, but I'm going to take some time. I'm going to process it. We've got all the videos, and we're going to, um, Amy and I are going to, look through that and think about all that, but it was just a, a wonderful, incredible, it was like, it felt like a moment in my life that was that significant, like, it was just a wonderful sense of the Holy Spirit there, amazing teaching, and just a, a pathway for discipleship that I, of spiritual formation, which I am just so excited about, and I just think it's going to be amazing for our church as we grow deeper in Jesus, which is our vision to be, you know, to be deep, we want to go deeper with Jesus, and so, I'm, I'm super excited about that. It was, it was great that I got back, though, because I, I stepped on the scales yesterday and I'd, I've cracked a ton. So, uh, so much <laughs> so much sugar. It was so hard to find, like, salad and stuff. I was just like, yeah, it was, it was, it was good to be back from that. But a brilliant time. And uh, I'm just looking forward to, in time, just sharing what, the, what my experience was there. I went with a group of pastors as well. Um, we've got five guys, uh, six of us all together from around the country who we're in. Um, relationship with, and so that was amazing too, because we were able to um, process and pray for each other, and it was just so encouraging, so um, I look forward to sharing about that as, as we go forward. Um, but today we're going to do a, uh, we're going to have an in, uh, interview with Wendy and Jeff, and just before I call them up, um, I just really want to honour these guys, um, they are, are an amazing couple in our church, and uh, they handle a lot of the uh, logistics um, an organization, administration, and it is a gift. Um, it's in the Bible. It is a gift. Uh, it is a wonderful gift, and it helps make everything come together and build community life. And they are just servant-hearted, um, just people who love the church and love God. And today I'm just calling them up to do a bit of an interview about their, their relationship with God. And that's what we're wanting to um, really, uh, you know, kind of cast a vision for a lot of us is, is about like how do we faithfully follow God throughout all our lives? Um, Eugene Peterson had a book called, you know, a, a, a long obedience in the in the right direction, and it's like that's what that's what it's about. And so today, I just want they're going to come up and they're going to share. I'm going to ask a few questions, and they're just going to share their hearts about what it's been like to follow Jesus all their life. And so I'll just invite them up. Why don't you just give them a big round of applause? All right. Um, some people know you're here, um, but some people don't. There's new, I see new people here today. So why don't you just tell us a bit about yourselves, Wendy and Jeff? Um, hi, everyone. Um, well, I was brought up in a, a Christian home. Um, my parents were brethren, and um, we went to church every day. I can remember, you know, every Sunday, and I can remember having back in the day, I'm a little bit older, so you know, back in the day, I can remember always having a roast on a Sunday because that's what the brethren did back then. And um, um, I have a sister and a brother. My sister's Chrissy, and as most of you know, Chrissy Rowe, she's my sister. Um, um, yep, and uh, just the three of us. And um, I, my, my dad um, and my mum, my dad passed away when he was 45 uh, of cancer. Um, so I was nearly 17 when he passed away. Um, and my mum passed away about 10 years ago. Um, uh, I'm 
of course, married. I got married at 29, and um, I met Jeff at a Bible school. Um, and then uh, we went out on outreach in J Japan. So that was a 12 weeks um, teaching program and six weeks over in Japan. And um, at, during that time, I, um, I, God really, God really touched me during that time in, in, in the Bible school. It was kind of life changing for me. Um, but I didn't, my eyes weren't open to any um, guys or marriage or anything like that until I went on outreach. And um, after outreach was over, five weeks later, Jeff and I were engaged, and five months later, we were married. We didn't muck around. <laughs> um, and um, um, we've got three children. Um, um, Joshua, who is, uh, was 11 days old, he, he is now in heaven. Um, and uh, Hannah is our oldest, and she's got three children and married with two dogs as well. So when they come to visit, it's a full house. Um, and Jessica is married with our newest grandson, who's about six weeks old, and they all live in Wellington. Awesome. Hi. Oh, hang on, I forgot. Um, um, and I work, and um, I'm not full-time, but I work and I manage a store in, um, in the plaza, so that keeps me busy. Um, and, yeah. Hi, I'm Jeff. I just want to... <laughs> I think Wendy's covered most of it. She's, <laughs> she's, co she's covered most of it. Well, I go first. Same thing, Amy. <laughs> to have a, to listen to a little bit about me, um, I just want to honour the Lord today, because He knew me before I was even thought of. Mm. He knew um, the family that I would be born into. My mum and dad. They were Christians before um, they got married, and He knew the family I would have as well. I have four sisters, one older and three younger. And he knew the places that I was um, to grow up in. I was born in Devonport in Auckland. Um, we lived in Mount Eden. Um, we lived in a little place called Naroma in the middle of the King Country. We lived in a little place called Bartlett's, just south of Gisborne. And we lived in a place called Kuiper Flats and then Matakana. And then I lived in Palmerston North for the rest for over half my life now. And I came because of Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, looking back on my work history, I can see that God had a hand in every um, profession that I'm, I, I worked in. From the time I was a, a builder, um, I, I walked into um, a company office and... Uh, they had it advertised in the paper, and I was employed then and there on that day and started building houses. When I, and after that, I worked for another builder, and he rang me up and said, oh, would you like to come and work for me? And he was a Christian, and he was uh, instrumental in um, uh, me being baptised in the Holy Spirit. Um, I also, when I moved to Palmerston North, um, there wasn't an interview. I just walked in and I started work. <laughs> um, then, yeah, had some time when I was um, unwell and God provided some short-term contracts for me to do. And I said, that's what I wanted. I would like to do some part of that. And I got to work for a, um, an architectural firm in town and I walked in. They employed me then and there. 
and then I now work at Massey. I'm their architectural designer for the whole of the university, unfortunately. <laughs> but but it's, it's a challenging job, but I love it. It's one of the best places I've ever worked, and I've been there for almost 20 years. Um, yeah, that's just about my history. Wendy told us about told you about our kids, our grandkids. Well, when was the, you know, like, I know sometimes people have a moment where they come to faith, they, they meet, encounter Jesus, um, sometimes that can be over a series of time and events, but like for you guys, what was, you know, what was that moment in time or moments in time when you encountered Jesus? Um, to think about this, I, I thought of, um, actually, my parents ran a good news club in their home every week, um, and um, when I was about seven... I gave my heart to the Lord um, and and had a real encounter with God. But, you know, um, um, and also when I was baptised in my early 20s um, and uh, just just realising that um, encountering Jesus and, um, and, and really opening myself up to what God has when you're young, you know, like it's... Um, there's a lot of things of distractions out there and, um, and you know, like looking back, you know, yes, at seven, yes, when I was baptised and again, God drew me into um, Bible school in which I had an amazing encounter with God uh, in. and again, when we had that, you know, massive wave of the Holy Spirit here um, and throughout the churches in Palmerston, you know, again encountering and, and resting in God and, 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 and allowing God to just really touch my life again. What about you, for Jeff? What about you, Jeff? What's, what was um, your experiences yes. of encountering Jesus? <laughs> I just say, look, when, you know, when you look at the, the Bible and the stories in the Bible, how they, the Israelites, they set up these altars of stones and remembered a, a certain spe specific time where God had actually met them or provided for them or did something miraculous. I can look back at my life and think I was, I'm grateful that I grew up in a, in a Christian home and we would go to church on Sundays and uh, um, by the time we got to Matakana, I was in youth group and involved in church, church things and... Um, there have been uh, other instances where, like when I was baptised, um, you know, getting, prof getting a prophetic word and hearing what God was wanted, uh, wanting for me to do. Um, but I'm, I met Jesus at a crusade in my, in my high school, and um, uh, probably in about 1974. And from there, God's just moved in my life. But even before then, like when I was probably about seven or eight, God used to talk to me. I just had this, this kind of connection with him and I, I knew that my life was, that he was, he was in my life from way back. And I'm just so grateful for that. Um, and particular time was when I you know, was about eight, I'd um, memorised the 23rd Psalm um, and we had to share it in our Sunday school back then. And um, from that, that day, Dad gave me a Bible and he wrote in it, um, uh, a verse from James and it is draw near to God and he will draw near to you mm. and that's what Great my life verse. has been like mm. it's been taking that step coming coming to the Lord and uh, hearing his voice, listening to him 
And um, uh, yeah, I, I could I could rattle off lots and lots of things of what what the Lord said to me, um, but we'll come to that mm. in a minute. Yeah. Um, when you reflect back, you know, like the walk, you walk with Jesus, like you have those encounters where you first come to faith, and it's amazing. And then, you know, life's not easy, is it? Like, you know, we go through lots of stuff. We have good times, we have bad times, we have struggles, we have suffering. Um, we have the, you know, amazing moments. Like, it's it a, a real journey life. And, like, when you look back on your walk with the Lord, walking with Jesus, following after him, from that moment when you first got saved to now, like, how has your relationship with Jesus changed over the years? Or how do you feel you've grown, maybe? Um. In answer to that question, I, I thought about that and I thought, well, it's definitely matured over the years. As we get older, I think it matures. When we're young, it's like um, everything's spinning around us and there's lots going on. But as we get older, it's it's like a, a, you walk with the Lord matures and there's, and there's different things. And it's, it's not about doing things. It's about um, being in the presence of God more. Um, it's about listening to the voice of God more. Um, and uh, listening to see what God is doing around us. Mm. Um, I remember, and I think this comes up for me a lot, is um, Jeff and I did a, a, a course um, knowing, um, knowing God and, and seeing where he is. And, um, and it's, it's like just uh, watching and having the eyes to see what God is doing around us. And I think that's in everyday life. It doesn't have to be here at church. It can be in every moment. So that's just, you know, God's journey of... Or changes us over the years as we grow and walk with him is um, maturing us to see what he's doing around us. In my, in my early years of you know, my walk of faith, and my walk with the Lord, I used to uh, relish going to church, uh, going to conferences, um, you know, hearing great um, sermons and messages and um, Getting a, getting prophetic words, and you know I I look back at that and I think my I suppose my walk was a pendulum. I used to be up here up with God and then I would swing swing away and I'd go and do my own thing and then I'd come back again, go to another conference and get a get a word and um, hear hear what God was saying, and then just my life was backwards and forwards, and and so I, I sort of struggled with that, um, and it was about nine or ten years ago. I was on my way to a, to another to listen to another speaker, um, listen to another message, and I on the on while driving to this venue, I looked up at the moon and it was cloudy, like you could still see the shape of the moon, but it was it was hazy and it wasn't clear, and in that moment the Lord said to me, "This is the way you see me, mm. but there will come a time when you'll see me more clearly." And from then on, it's just been an amazing walk with God. Yes, I've still had my ups and downs, but I'm closer to him now than I was um, back when I was younger. And, um, yeah, he said, I will see you with more clarity. So I suppose I've learned to see God in, in the everyday things, in my walk to the bus, <laughs> my bus ride to work. <laughs> um, in all, all sorts of different th places, I tend to turn to him and, and just ask what he's doing. That's awesome. What about you, Wendy? Oh, yeah, you, oh sorry. sorry. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, and the last question is, like, you know, thinking about people, you know, maybe just starting out on their journey with Jesus, um, maybe a few years in or something, like, what, like, kind of tips or advice um, from your own personal rhythms, your own personal habits, would you give that's helped sustain you over the years, that's given you endurance, I guess? Mm. Um, uh, prayer, um, um, and basically speaking in tongues. So I'm a type of person that will, um, you know, I lie in bed at night, the light's out, I'll be speaking in tongues, you know, um, going on my way to work, um, um, wake up in the middle of the night, um, I don't know what God's doing, so I, you know, or how to pray sometimes, so it's about speaking in tongues, and I just feel like that's, that's uh, interceding for something that I am unaware of, but that's, um, that's, that's, it, it, it's, it brings peace in times of um, trouble and stress that we go through. Um, and, uh, you know, I can look back over my life and, and see all the stresses that we've had in our lives um, um, and, and struggles, because we all have them. Um, but prayer and, um, and it doesn't have to be um, long times, it can be a moment in time walking down the street. It can be lying in bed. It can be on your way to work. Um, and it's a time of refreshing and knowing in the presence of the Lord. And I suppose as we get older, um, that just, you know, for me, it's been speaking in tongues. Not um, even in worship, even in um, um, when I'm not sure what to do um, uh, and what's going on at work or, um, uh, you know, just asking God to, to bless um, our family and bless uh, my work and my business and, um, and to see what God's doing, really. So for me, prayer and, and the tongues are really important as I've got older. Because often we, you know, we're, um, uh, you know, where do we turn to? We turn to the Lord. And I think um, as we turn to the Lord... It, you know, I'm not a person that spends hours and hours in prayer. I take that moment and I, where I can get it, and I and I use it for God. Awesome, Jeff. I, as I said, that I, I walk, I walk five minutes to catch a bus, and in that in that five minutes, God talks to me, and He um, gave me a prophetic word on one of these mornings as I walked to work in just that five minutes, and. Uh, few minutes on the bus um, he said you know we all we all have our physical senses our, our sight our hearing our sense of smell sense of taste and touch and he spoke about those things he said when you see something of beauty like a sunrise or a sunset or you're looking at a famous painting and you, you marvel at it God says that's an encounter with him and your sense of hearing when you hear something, when you hear the birds sing in the morning, or the korimako, first thing, you know, it's a, it's a thing of beauty, and God created it, and he can speak through what you hear. Yeah. Sense of smell, you've been down to smell a rose or a, a, a fragrant flower. He said, that's an encounter with me, because, I, you know, he created it. Um, sense of taste. <laughs> I, rem I remember one... Um, one time we were in New Plymouth at Hannah's graduation and we went out for dinner um, and we ordered our meals and the chef came out with this barbecue 
beside us and they cooked a piece of fillet steak or I fillet steak and it was divine it melted in my mouth with the and the you know the, the uh, mushrooms and the rest of the meal was just amazing a sense of taste God created it amen to that <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an encounter with him and the sense of touch I remember one particular day I was um, on my way home um, walking from the bus to home and um, the Lord just said to me, you're worthy to hear my voice. Mm. And okay. in that moment, I, um, and this is a, one of my other tips, is, um, is to walk with God and sense his presence, listen to his voice and ask what he's saying about, you know, what you see, hear, taste, touch and um, smell. And then pray, pray it back to him. He said, you're worthy to hear my voice. So I said to myself, Jeff, you're worthy to hear the voice of God. And in that moment, it was like the Lord put his arm around me. I could almost feel a hand on my shoulder. And I was weeping just because he loved me that much that he wants to talk to me. So, yeah, that's probably my tips is to listen to God through your senses. And then ask the Lord about what you see. Because sometimes, and the rest of them, of course, you know, I see flowers on, on a tree, like there was a, an apple tree that only had one flower on it, and it was in the middle of winter. And I thought, Lord, what's, why, why did you show me that? What was it for? And he just said, Be because. It's a bit like uh, Amy shared yes, last week. Yeah, last week. The story, yeah. Eh? yeah. There, yeah. <laughs> just because. Yeah. I wanted to show tree. you that. It's, and, and he will talk to you about those things. Yeah. But then as he, when he says something to you, Pray it over yourself and reconfirm it to yourself. Mm. It helps, makes it sink in. And all of my encounters with God, I probably could recite them all and we'd be here for the rest of the day. Mm. Um, just hearing what God's saying. Mm. And then, yeah, just thank him for what he's, what he's showing me. It's, yeah, I've had my ups and downs and God's always been faithful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I, you know, if it was to say anything about us today is that God is faithful to us as a couple uh, in our marriage. Um, we've, you know, we've certainly had the downs. You know, we lost a child, um, we've lost our parents, and we've struggled in our marriage. But, you know, God, 36 years married now, I think, yep. And, um, um, and you know, God's faithful you know, you've got to look out there today and how, say how God's faithful in your marriage and in your relationship to be standing still. You know, like, because uh, so many people haven't got that. And if they haven't got God, they, they, they haven't got it, really. You know, and so I would say that, you know, God is faithful to us, our family. Mm. And, um, and, 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 you know, I want to honour that today because God is faithful to us. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, I, I think the thing I sort of got from what you're, you guys have been sharing is, is that sense that God is in the extraordinary and the ordinary. Yeah. You know, like we have these experiences with God, powerful ones, but we also have day to day. We've got we to go to work tomorrow, Monday. You know, you're going to be getting up, you're going to be going off to the office or to the work site or dealing with staff or uh, colleagues. Um, maybe you're going to school, university, whatever you're doing. You, all that stuff's coming up tomorrow. 
and like God is in the midst of that as well. And that's why you need to develop in yourself a rhythm of being with God every day, eh? And, and it's so great what you shared, just the way you guys have done that in your life and built that sort of deep well of the presence of God in your lives. Yeah. Jeff just had something you just wanted to um, finish with, and, uh, and then we'll finish up. All right. As I was noting down what I was going to say today, I, I got to the end of it, and I, I just had this impression that God wanted to say something. So I said, Lord, do, what do you want to say? And he remind, instantly, you know, he reminded me of some verses from the Bible, um, uh, encounters that I've had with him, even a dream, which I'm not really going to share with you about, but it relates to um, where we are as a church. And so I just want to share this, share this word. It's... Um, What the Lord wants to say is that it's, there's, it's no accident that you're here today. It's no coincidence that you have decided to come to church today. He wanted you here to hear what, what we've encountered today already. It's no, no coincidence that Kaimaka Vineyard is here in this community. We're here for a purpose, and God's already laid it out for us. We've just got to try and find it, find what is next on, the, on his agenda. This church, um, this fellowship, this group of people here are for the purposes of God, the Father and uh, Son and Holy Spirit, to bring about his purposes in this community. bring about his purposes in this suburb, his people that live here, his families, the parents, the children, the businesses, the school, the childcare centres and the people groups that live here. And this portion of what I'm about to say came out of a, a book that I read just recently and it's called Communion by Demi Johnson from Bethel Church in the United States. Um, and there was a testimony written in the book about a group of people who lived in a, a different country and there was a, a tragic, something tragic happened in this one particular town and this group of Christians went back to this town and they took communion, except they didn't actually take it themselves. They poured it out on the ground and they said this, the broken body of Jesus was for this community. And I have this, I have sort of had this picture of walking around the streets of this community, have, taking communion by pouring it out, saying that the body of our Lord Jesus was bruised and battered and beaten for this community and the people that live in it. His blood was shed for these people, and he wants it. He wants this community redeemed. The name of this um, suburb is called Awapuni. Awa is water in Māori. Uh, Puni is the blocked up portion of, uh, of the part of the Manawatu River that was there and it caused, created a lake, just like the lagoon in Hokifiru. And it was blocked up. I think God wants to do an unblocking here in this community so his love and his purposes will be fulfilled. 
in and through this community. Um, getting back to some of the verses that the Lord has spoken to me over the years. Um, The thing is, when God God speaks to you about something, it's for your benefit, uh, for the benefit of others. And in Deuteronomy, after Moses had talked to the people of God before they crossed the Jordan and went into the, the promised land, he said, take to heart all the words I have solemnly declared to you this day, so that you may command your children to obey carefully all the words of this law. In verse 47 it says, they are not just idle words. They are your life. I, I, re- I suppose I don't read the Bible that often, but God speaks to me about verses, and sometimes I don't even know them, so I have to look them up and find where they are. He just plants something in me, and they become my life because of what he has said. In um, Romans chapter... Nine, and I know this verse may be a little, um, a little different, because it was spoken over Pharaoh when the um, Israelite people were hounded to work for him, and um, God used the the plagues to change Pharaoh's mind. Um, Paul writes here. Um, And I say this over you today. He says, God has raised you up for this very purpose, that that he might display his his power in you and that his name will be proclaimed in all the earth. We all have a purpose. We all have a... um, God's designed it. And you're in the middle of it. (laughs) Um, And one one more verse, which Amy read out, this morning, and I've, yeah, I've been listening to that and reading it again and again. Uh, just hearing God just say saying this is is amazing. And verse sixteen, I pray out of His glorious riches, He may strengthen you today yeah. with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that being rooted and established in love may have the power together with all of God's holy people to grasp how wide his love is, how long his love is, how high his love is, how deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge and that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. You carry that within you. When you know him, you carry all of what God is to be who you're meant to be. Thanks for that, Jeff. That's great. Um, Why don't we all stand, and would you guys stand as well?